Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, B. Yeah. We're recording, so if you could just keep it downloading there. All right, I'm ready. Welcome to another episode of. Welcome get- to another episode. Yep, I just cut right in behind. <laughs> oh, get it, get you know, you're walking it. in and somebody stumbled on the back of your heels. That was me. That's usually me with these big ass feet. <laughs> well, welcome to another episode of Getting Getting Ignorant with It. I'm Shana Nicole. I'm Amaria La. And yeah, you know we come here to do every now and then. So mm, twice a month, not let's on do, Sunday. Let's do a quick catch up. Someone's been doing something during the week, Monday through Friday. What a new job! Yeah, I'm fancy now. Ooh, but a little too fancy. I don't want to get doxxed. Mm, so how you like your new job? My boss is a black lady who's funny. Well, I mean, you said you liked her last when we spoke of the job, so I anticipated that being good for you. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's something I get busy all day with. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you can apply your manic ways to stuff. And- if you hear noises in the background, like pitter-patter and random just huffing. It's the big puppy. Yeah, I have a dog. And he's just, you know, um, he's in the next room over, but it's like an open space. And he don't know me. So, you know, he all excited. He's like, new smell. Yeah, and he's just, yeah. Plus, yeah. I put cologne on, which is probably not a good idea, but it was a long day. Listen, you were trying to impress people in the office. Let them know you're not the one to puck with. Uh, I come with. Yo, I, I can um, I'm recording. <laughs> I was watching, um, was it? Yeah, Godfather of Harlem. Do you watch that? We were supposed to early on, but then I was like, nah. Oh man, I, I just jumped on the boat. Like, so I'm on like episode five. Yes, yeah, I, I'm about to start episode five. But the mayor in there, the the Reverend Pastor Mayor, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. he looks like he wears entirely too much cologne. I just do like one good spray. No, but like, doesn't he? Do you get that vibe? You know, what I'm speaking of right. I get what you're doing because my dad does that. He thinks anytime someone look at him funny, they're racist. No, what? <laughs> what the heck? You ever met somebody who wears such a strong smell that they think anytime someone look at them funny, it's because they're black? I can see that. Okay. But it's really just because I can smell you down the block and now that I'm up close, I get it. That That's how I was in high school. There was this one dude. And he was so cool. And um, I had no problem with him until we got into the same um, math class. And when I got in the classroom, he had to sit in front of me. I realized he wore, he not only did he wear too much cologne, it was a cologne that gave me a headache every day. 
So I couldn't even be nice to him. It Like, I felt so bad every day because I couldn't even... As soon as I seen him, I knew I was about to get a migraine and I just would be upset. So then it'd be like, damn, yo, you got to be a bitch to him. And he's really nice. And I'm like, no, fuck that. Because if he was really nice, he wouldn't put so much fucking cologne now, on. Now, which kind of cologne wear is is? Something for someone who gets up close to somebody to mask the smell. I don't... What? Wait, what? Cause no, 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 he didn't. Wait, yeah, run that back one more time. I, I was taught it's two ways. So people up close, and when they get up on you, they can smell you, smell you. You know, up your neck, all that little stuff. Or else it's people who don't wash their ass. So like old school, they put cologne on. Oh, yeah, no. This guy, he washed. He just put way too much cologne on. Mm. But it's a lot of people like that, though. You, this came out ugly. You'd be like, bruh. I, like, I don't know. I'm very sensitive to scents. So when I'm around someone who has a lot of cologne on, I'm like, in my head, so that like, you just don't smell yourself. I, it, it it blows my mind, basically. Hmm. Speaking of things that could have blew your mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mid-season finale of The Good Doctor. How was it? It was good. We got to finally meet Sean's parents. Okay, I didn't get there yet, so you go ahead and spoil it for me. Okay. I give you the permission to. I love when I have permission to do things I want. Because I know someone out there listening definitely was like, okay, well, bitch, fuck her, I'm caught up, so <laughs> let's talk. Let's. But before we get to the last episode, how do you feel about the reveal that Morgan's last relationship, last major relationship, she cheated on her, she cheated on her fiancé? Um, oh, you really not that caught Yeah, I'm not... So I don't have a feel. <laughs> okay. How do you feel about it? I feel that they keep inching little by little with Morgan with a storyline. I'm getting tired of them not committing to something. I can see that, though. That part I can see. Because everybody except Sean or mm-hmm. anybody who's related to Sean in some type of way have stop and go storylines. I can see that. Claire may have something now with Dr. Melendez after them stopping that storyline back in season one mm-hmm. when he had that fiance. Yeah, the the lady. Yeah, who was in HR, used yeah. to be best friends with Dr. Glassman's daughter before she died. Yeah, got that part. That's where I'm, well, I'm you know, still. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she now thinks she, I think she doesn't want to be a hoe no more after fucking a married man. It'd be like that sometimes. Married dick might change your life. I don't know about it, but I'm assuming. Plus, it was probably one of the first black men we saw her with, too. Listen, that'll change your life as well. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! But now she's going to therapy. They'll put you there. Not- <laughs> so, she's on the up and up. Dr. Glassman, I'm sick and tired of Debbie. The uh, his wife. wife, who's his real, well, his his actual wife in real life. Really? Yeah, him and Doctor Park, both of their actual wives were actors on the show. That's a bit much. For, well, yeah. no, I mean, if you if you're able to work with your spouse, then. But the problem is, neither couple is really somebody you want to keep seeing more of. That's true, because they do Doctor Doctor Glass, whatever Doctor Glassman and his mm-hmm. little wife. She's very annoying. She's very pushy. She's way too type A for this show. And it's just like, okay, excuse me. No, no. He wants to spend five minutes with the squirrel lady. Let him sit there. That's, I'm, I'm back. Okay. Back in the day, back. <laughs> <laughs> but, even the way she was handling Dr. Love was like, that is the chief of surgery. You're pushing her out of a meeting with the president? Really? 
like, who do you think you are? I guess, but I don't think I saw that part yet. That probably is. Damn, how many episodes? I don't know. I don't know. Listen, listen. I don't. I'm not a sit down and watcher. I like audio things. That's my thing. You can listen to it and not watch. Nigga, I can't listen to it and not watch while I'm driving. I need my phone for other things. It's not possible for me. I'm not. I I, I get it in when I can. So. Bless your heart. Oh, forgot your southern. Can't say that. Mm, don't hmm. curse at me. <laughs> so, Carly, at this point, Leia comes with Sean to go see his parents. Mm-hmm. Dr. Glassman, too, because he wants to vicariously live through the moment. Which, to elaborate on, what is his name? It's Martin. I think the name is Martin and the length is past, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Have my laptop here. Take too much time to look it up. Yeah. So, his dad's dying of stage four cancer. Okay, I did. I'm at that part. His mom, just like she was when they were little, stick up for the dad no matter what. Mm. So, she decides to call Dr. Glassman to get in contact with Sean. So, Sean will come over to bumfuck wherever they live. Mm -hmm. And so, they go over and call Sean... As soon as he hits the door, he's like, mm, I don't think so. He's got his hands probably like this. Nope. I don't want to go. Nope. So they go back. I don't blame him. Sometimes you, some niggas can just be left in the past. Yeah, but. I'm pretty then sure Dr. he didn't leave him in the past, but. He wanted to. But the issue is Dr. Glassman, since, you know, he didn't get to get forgive- forgiveness from his daughter when she died because of his neglect. First of all. Okay. Well. So he wanted to. In my mind, he vicariously wanted to yeah, live through Sean's death. No, screw that. <laughs> <laughs> you hurt my animal. I can't remember what he had. But it rabbit. was a rabbit. You threw my rabbit across the room. The room. So no. And that was brought up as well as Sean accusing his dad of being the reason why Steve is dead. Mm. Mind you, the dad originally was very apologetic. Mm. But then Sean went off on him. But then Sean came back because remember there was like one good time, mm-hmm. you know that one fucked up moment. Like your parents could be a piece of shit. That but one then, was like, yeah. I could forgive. Like you. damn, you wasn't even that bad, bro. My eyebrows came back. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like it's a longer story. <laughs> like I still fuck with you, kid. You ain't that bad. But then when he came back to try to actually reconcile, then his dad went into him, mm. and then his dad died about a half hour after they left. Mm. so his dad was trying to go back then he was like a piece of shit at the end well you know you, you're gonna be true to who you are so yeah and all the mom did was say I didn't know how to take care of you but I knew how to take care of him that's why she stayed with the dad and then chased after her sons you know what some women just ain't built for this mm-hmm. some women ain't built for it ooh speaking of not built for it also Morgan has arthritis well, early stages, rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, okay. I'm like just regular arthritis. Okay. Well, you know, that sucks. I know a couple of people with RA. But it brings me to this beautiful quote that Dr. Andrews had. Okay. Bust it out for me. Bust it out for me. I'm not setting you up to fail. I'm setting you up to shine. Like I'm trying to get you to with these damn comedy things. Where them skits at, homie? Listen, I don't rush the creative process. This hurts my feelings so much that you guys don't even know. Listen, it be like that sometimes. When it feels right, it feels right. When it don't feel right, you can't make it feel right. You just gotta let the universe put you there. That is a perfect way to transition into ready to love. Okay, okay. (laughs) 
All right. Ready to look. How do you feel about your girl Ashima at this point? Okay, so I didn't see the most recent episode because when I went up there on demand, it said that they didn't have... Well, they said that the latest episode was the episode that I had seen already, Mm -hmm. which was the one I seen. It was like... I can't remember which one came first, the exes or the best friends, but I seen both of those. That is the last two that they had up there. So I was under the impression that maybe it didn't air this past Saturday. Apparently I was wrong. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what happened with Ashima. Did she do some fuck shit? My thing with Ashima is the question of, is she starting to realize that Darren was only with her because she was the easy choice? Hmm. Well, see, here's my thing with with the episodes that I the episodes that I saw and stopped on because, like I said, I didn't see the recent the most recent one, but it already ain't gonna work. He got dogs. He's a dog person. You don't like dogs. And then, like when you went to go chill with him and see him and stuff, that like every that I thought from there there wasn't gonna be much f- moving forward. I thought I you know he was gonna lean into who was he fucking who was the other his other choice his ex. Because no. his ex seemed like that could start up any time. That too. That too. Because I mean, everybody's ex seemed like... Yeah, it's like they, they all... Exactly. They all had that... Mm, I, I could hit that on a, on a, on a Thursday night. But let's be real. Why night. the fuck would you bring your exes on a dating show? You know... Like, why isn't it both of y'all meeting each other's best friends? Yeah. That's another thing. Why was it so one... Well... I'm not gonna say one sided, but I felt like people was talking to multiple, like people who talking to multiple people, multiple people. Everybody should have been meeting these friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, why did we? Why we didn't get to meet the the other person? No, but everybody need to meet everybody. All right, this nigga come back in. I gotta be breathing all heavy and whatnot. <laughs> like a fat kid yeah. smell cake. Um, I, I honestly didn't think that Darren and Ashima was going even be a thing moving forward I thought that the whole dog situation was just it honestly that would have been it for me on both ends as mm-hmm. a dog person and as a person who doesn't like you know what I mean because if, if you got a cat and your cat is sitting on my lap and I keep saying bro I'm trying to be respectful get your cat and you ain't getting your cat then I don't want to fucking deal with you you don't respect my boundaries mm-hmm. and then if you know on the other hand if I got a dog I know dog this, my dog live here you don't so talking about putting him in the room <laughs> yeah but i mean i understood but at the same time he should have been understanding knowing that she's not into dogs as well so he should have either hosted the event he the dogs could have been inside they could have had it on the patio he could have put the dogs in the backyard on the porch or whatever and they could have been inside like he could have been more considerate knowing that she does not deal with dogs because she did make that clear mm-hmm. so once i seen those two those couple of things now it's like it's no point i definitely just assumed that that was it and that's also another thing. At this point, there ain't really much in the way of couples no more. Because yeah. Ashima gonna get eliminated. Reva gonna get eliminated. That's yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, I can see that. Because who, who... Well, this is how I felt when I... After after the, the last episodes that I watched. Mm-hmm. I felt like everybody saw a side of the person that they were interested in that they could not get with. So I just assumed from there it was gonna kind of re-scramble the pot. You know what I mean? Like, oh, all right, well, we got, I don't know how it's working on a time-wise, like... I wish they would say, but they yeah, didn't much in the way Yeah, it's just kind of like... You assume it's week to week. Yeah, but then it'd be like, yeah, because we've been texting every day, but well, how many days has it been? Um, So, 
Yeah, time-wise, I mean, I just assume that everybody's just going to jump back in the pool and spin the wheel around again, like, you know? But the main issue with that is, outside of Mario and Tandy, mm-hmm. who've been pretty secure, even though Reba's been in the background, but, like, why? Wait, okay, so wait, you did say you watched this recent episode. Mm-hmm. What What's the story behind Tandy and Reba? Okay, Tani and Reva, in Tani's mind, they've been friends for five years. Okay, because, yeah, that's how she, I was about to say, she's been pushing it like there was a friendship there, but then Reva when she... said, you are an associate. Ooh, <laughs> baby. I mean, sometimes yeah. you gotta read them. Because her thing is, yeah, I knew you for five years, but we don't talk. Yeah. We don't have conversations about what I'm going through. Mm. You just somebody I know, and that's what she said to Divine, who at this point, with Brent deciding he don't want her, he want to go after Alexis. I know, your eyes just fall. Wait. I wish this was a film. So wait, <laughs> Brent decides now he wants Alexis. Okay. After all that making down and grabbing on that ass, yes. And rubbing her feet. Divine at this point is just like exit. I don't even know why she's like... I... Because pretty much at this point, it's like everybody but Darren wants them some Alexis. I don't know why. I'm at a point where I don't know why either. Like, and, and the thing that she keeps basically saying that I'm that I receive from watching her is like, I just want attention. I want you to be on me. I think she likes the game. Mm. Especially because she, it's one of those things, like she sees these women being second to her. So she just likes that. Yeah. Being Queen B. Because almost every guy at one time or another went after her. That's true. But that's because she's like the youngest. That's because she, she was the youngest up there. And that's, that tends to happen when you drop a, a younger fish and an older, you know what I mean? Yeah, but she ain't even like the coolest one on there. No, exactly. That's what be making me mad, but it'd be like, damn, if I say something, I'm sound like a hater because we so close in age. She ain't even that dope. No, Personality-wise or anything. Tandy's cool. The vibes are right. popping. Like, Tandy is a good time. I would I would definitely, girl, come on, let's go to this karaoke bar <laughs> together. I will go out with Tandy. Reva seems very... That ex-military thing would mess me up. Yeah, she just seems very... <clears throat> straightforward not straightforward well I mean straightforward yeah but like she seems very I don't want to say boring but you know I would say she got that wall up to the point where I don't know if it's because it's filmed and it's TV or because generally speaking to get past that wall you gotta try to climb over try Mm -hmm. to go under try to go around until she sees okay you're making an effort now right and I mean that makes sense because you want to be safe because motherfuckers be tripping you know what I mean not only that, she's a woman of a certain age, so that means you gotta deal exactly. with all the baggage of them exes. Exactly. And she and military, so you know she got tried left and right. And not for nothing, I'm pretty sure her kids is grown, so it's like, what I gotta deal with your shit for if I really can go home and not deal with nobody's shit? Not just, I'm sure she could find someone to bust it with. She still got a nice little put together, so I'm pretty sure she could get a little 27 year old to bust that little thing. Oh, but she looked tall. Bust that big thing home. <laughs> Bend that big tree home. Can we also pause Split it? those branches. <laughs> All right, you ready? <laughs> Can we appreciate she's the only one whose look changes between every interview segment? Yes. 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 And her professional, she does keep a fresh lady. She keeps a new do, bro. I tell you. I, I like her a lot. But. I like her a lot, but I don't like her for this show. Most of the women are not. Yeah, look at my dog. 
Yo, you look at me like I got some chicken. Nah, he just he like he's like he's really like a dog version AJ, but but a little bit more annoying. Like AJ does not like to be really by herself. She she's content being by herself, but she just likes to be in space with other people That's sweet. and entertaining herself. So if I'm in the kitchen and he ain't here and he know I'm in the kitchen, he'll come in the kitchen and just lay on my feet for no reason. Just just to lay there. Just he don't care what I'm doing. I could be cooking, moving around, running. No, I'm just gonna sit right here because I just wanna be close. That's so, so yeah, sweet. Dog version of AJ. Whatever. Oh, nice. so, all right, Pacer, go find some business to attain to. Let's move on to Queen and Slim. Ooh, baby. That was some artwork there. I I ain't gonna lie. I thought it was gonna be like I, but I actually liked it. I, yeah, I was prepared for you to just say some bad shit because you the know, you only just gotta shit that I ain't like was how far this woman went for this dude who seemed like he was not worth it. Ooh, ooh, on a date. I mean, what? not only the date. She making sure this nigga, I, he ain't going to jail. All this. You it, know what though? I took that. For, I took that to be the black woman always protecting the black man. No, nah, because remember in the beginning she said she's an attorney. Yeah, and she she said she had a shitty day. He's like, why? She's like, because you know the court voted for the death penalty for her client, mm-hmm. and that was. You going off? He got a that's he got a uh, Arizona bottle to play with. He like oh, y'all going to have my one since I can't come to job. We're gonna take a pause real quick and be back in a moment. Guess who's back from outer space? Yeah, we're back. We're dog parenting this time, not regular parenting. But um, same difference depending on the person. Like we were saying, the whole idea of the death penalty, I think that's really what it came down to. Mm-hmm. Once she seen that the cop was killed, it was kind of like, there's no going back. And then for her to even... And she probably felt like it was her fault. Maybe. I didn't really get the feel of faulting. The only reason I she said... didn't, She didn't even, honestly, in that moment, she didn't even give me the type of Vibe of that she's that per, uh, type of person who would feel faulted or guilty for something. In my mind, because she wasn't able to help that one person get from having a death penalty, mm-hmm. she invested so much in earnest to make sure he wouldn't die so that she wouldn't have done that twice. I don't... Hence why she went all the way out to make sure that she wouldn't have to deal with that twice. Because one time if a stranger brought it down, imagine how much if you just went on a date with this person. Yeah, no, but I, that's the thing. Like, they were in it together. So it wasn't, in my mind, it, it was never a moment. Once he shot the cop, it was never a moment of, oh, he shot the cop. It was always, oh, we shot the cop. Because the cop shot her, so she's automatically dragged into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if, if it would have just been like, you know, the cop yelling at her or whatever, and then the dude just random just jumped up and shot the cop. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, you don't yell at her, then that's one thing. But the cop actually shot her. So that called her into the whole thing either way, even if she didn't want to be a part of it, or even if she was on some shit like, yeah, I ain't talking to this motherfucker in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, about to change my number. I'm on the phone with Sprint right now. You know what I mean? But <laughs> Does Sprint still exist? There's people out there with that with that weird phone system, yeah. I don't know why they would still have it. My best friend, boy, he finally made the switch. It was hard. I couldn't, you can't. He was like, yeah, I got to call you back because I need my phone for the GPS. 
Like, bro, you can't internet and talk at the same time? No, can't internet and talk at the same time. Black Jesus in a manger. I know, Sprint is the ghetto. Sprint is... I thought that was Metro piece of shit. You would think, no. Mm -mm, Listen, I take take a Metro phone before I take a Sprint phone. Metro's with T-Mobile, though, so... Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's Boost Us with Sprint. Well, they were at one point. I don't know if they still are, because I... They juggle so much. Yeah, because they just... Like a village bicycle. So many oversaturated markets, bro. Mm. I also like how they show rural folk and they want always like under this oppression or like poverty type of thing. Sam, get your ass! And we're gonna have to take another break. Oh yeah! Oh little doggy. She gonna fuck me up when she gonna play with me. She ain't gonna talk to me. Sometimes I wish this was recorded on a video. <laughs> Can we do it one day, please? All right, we back. This is a show episode. All right, this is this is an episode. Just we getting through, okay? You know, they we're s- not even getting ignorant with it. We just getting through it. Sometimes that's how it is on the Listen, holidays. Sheesh. All right. Can we mention the real black folk didn't seem like they were all impoverished and sad? Yeah, I like that. I. I like, I liked how there was culture. Yeah, I like there was culture. I like it. Yeah, like really like when even in the movies, because like when we got there, let me tell you, we we watched Twenty One Bridges first, and then we um double feature. Yeah, we then we walked over or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. no, you you know how the system is now. You got to actually pay for your seats and shit. You no, reserve you, don't. you. You got well. Oh yeah, yeah. The seat. So that was smart. Yeah, so he um, so we actually did an actual double feature, not a double dip, but a double feature. I miss double dips. <laughs> you feel me? So um, especially because they teenagers, they don't give a shit. You know. <laughs> so when we get there, we walk in, and it's like seven. The movie starts seven thirty. It's like seven oh nine. Now we went to Mountainside, so you know Mountainside has like the little four seats over here, and then they have like the seats over here. So it's just me and my boyfriend. So I'm like, all right, just grab you know two seats over here somewhere. So there's other seats available, but no, somebody chooses the two seats right next to us. It's two in the front. It's you know the four seaters in the front, the back mm-hmm. of us, or whatever. But you want to sit right next to us. You know how I feel about using other people's urinals or standing too close to the urinals. So you want to sit right next to us and be there early. Why would you be near a urinal? No, that's so that's that's if you follow me on Instagram, that's one of my inside things where I have where I tell people, you know, like when there's mad spaces and somebody comes into the urinal and stands right next to you. It's just that seems like a male reference. It is a male reference, but I always use it. Even when I'm going to get coffee, don't use your own urinals. And when I say that, my followers know that means give people their fucking space. Mm, I smell a clip. Anyway, <laughs> like that's really how it goes, because in movies when they show people in the bathroom and they show they want to make the scene annoying, what do they do? Have somebody come right next, right to next you. to you. They want to start a conversation. And exactly. Why and my thing is, when I'm going to get my coffee, and I like to get my coffee at the quick check. They have a little coffee bar, a little square in the middle, and there's four sides where you can fix your coffee up. If I'm on one side and there's three other open sides, you don't need to come to my side 
to fix your coffee because now you saying excuse me and reaching over me for sugar and can you pass me no bitch i can't pass you anything i'm not going to pass you anything because there's three other sides that you can stand on where you could get the shit yourself making coffee is not a communal event hello these people and i have to deal with this so every maybe like once a week i have a post on my instagram where i'm venting after i've made my coffee and got my coffee for the morning where i'm just telling people hey guys remember use your own urinal like don't don't get too close to other people's urinals and my followers they know that means okay let me remember to keep my fucking personal space in mind like people don't do that back to queen and slim yeah so when we get in the theater <laughs> mm-hmm. so we get in the theater the the two people they're just sitting there we're like fuck so all right we had to sit down and, but after the movie actually started and like you know the what's it called before the movie the previews, previews once all of those went because there was a lot of white people previews in there and stuff once those got passed and the movie actually started it was like this sense of calm like not like calm like relaxation homeotic AQ, none, none of that shit but it was like a everybody chilling in the living room watching a good movie happy belated birthday to tina turner <laughs> <laughs> sagittarius okay but it was like a real calm like family feel so even though the people that sat next to us they 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 was weird you know by sitting right next to us when there was mad open seats um, and then getting there super early. But outside of that, it, the movie brought everybody together in a way that it was just like, we all, it, it was just, everybody felt like family for that moment. And then when the lights came on, I was like, y'all niggas do not look like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Mm, but it was very black. It was very cultural. I know. And I love the fact that Angela was written like she had to be the full-fledged black woman. Yes, yes she could be ignorant and some yes. other shit. But at the end of the day, she was loving. She was able to be vulnerable. Yes, but, but you while can the, see it was hard for her to be. It wasn't just the easy... She had all life. Yeah, but you know what else? Because like, I've been listening to like a lot of Lena Waithe interviews and um, other interviews. She's special. She is. But she there was certain... There was a few things she had pointed out like oh yeah because that's why you don't even realize this you don't even realize that but then there was a lot of well those few things she pointed out made me like pay attention made other things in the movie stand out like um what's shorty name from pose india moore is that right india India moore yeah india moore what she said about dude being ain't shit out in the real world but and he's the king in the yeah, house. Yeah, like, yo, if you could hear, like, in the theater that I was, I think you saw it at the screening, right? No, I saw it in the theater. I could have went to a screening, but I was lazy. Okay, so the theater that I was in, like I said, it was just, it was like niggas in the house. So when she said that, mad people was just, mad dudes was just in there like, word, yo. And in my head, I'm just sitting there like, I bet some of y'all is like homophobic and transphobic and shit don't even realize that she is a trans woman. But <laughs> ha, yeah, keep going on with that shit in your face, which gonna tell your kids now, no, you can't like boys. No, you can't wear nail polish, but like the other people who do. Ha, but okay, neither here nor there. It just, I felt like I knew a secret mm-hmm. that, that not everybody else knew. Well, I felt like me and the women were in on a secret that not everybody else knew. Because when the men were like, oh, it was just like, mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Inclusion. Look at that. 
Can't even tell the difference. That's a tough job. Well, she was fish. She's fish. Is she? Well, she passes, so she's fish. What is that? I don't. I don't speak all. If a trans won't, if a trans person is fish, that means they pass. Like you can't tell unless they really told you. Oh, I thought fish meant that she has the vagina now. I don't know. She doesn't talk about. They don't talk about. They do they terms. Oh yeah, they are they terms. Did see that on their bio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm not even gonna lie though. Um, the community is gonna might. They might not fuck with me for a while, but um. I'm like this close to being overall of that extra shit. Like Flame Monroe? No, I like Flame. Flame is really over in there in the community. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the, the, I'm I'm like right. I'm like I'm like I'll double tap on that post Flame because uh, it's it's just it's just I I want to respect everybody and I want to give everybody the treatment that they feel they deserve you know what i mean like i don't want to disrespect anybody but at the same time it's just like becoming too hard to respect everybody mm -hmm. if that makes any sense like you asking a lot knowing that you brand new to the situation there. like a six-year-old saying you better respect me like what have you done in your life i mean i don't know aj she be tossing shit like that <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, with that attitude you're right no but it just be like it's like not even so much as that's like cut us some slack like those who are still learning about this because it's like every day there's some new shit and just like their trigger was like i didn't even know you kind of existed like you yeah. have never been in my exactly. life exactly like your shows are just coming exactly. out exactly like i'm still getting used to well not me per se well yeah even me because i i was used to the gay i was used you know to the standard lgbtq well, the way oh, you make no. it sound is LGB, the T came yeah. later. Yeah, exactly. That part, LGB. Like, I was I was okay with the standard. I understood or whatever. But then everything else started just coming up. And it's like, okay, I, like, okay, I understand how jokes are being made because people make jokes sometimes on things that they don't understand fully. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm ignorant and, and, private and privy to making those type of jokes if... I can educate if I can just, you know, learn more. But at the same time, like, okay, you getting mad at me because I called you she or, I mean, like, but I don't know, you wearing nails and you got a full beard. What do you want me to call you? You tell me. Put it on your shirt. Otherwise, don't get too upset if somebody miss, I ain't gonna say that because if, if you're clearly like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if me walking up to like an Indian and saying like he, that's blatant disrespect. And that's like, yeah, you know I mean, like I'm trying to be disrespectful, but if mm -hmm. I'm trying to use, if I'm just being general and saying, and just, oh, I don't know, um, they put it over there, and and you throw a hissy fit over that, and it's just like, bro, I, what's your name? I'm I'm only going to refer to you as your name. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like that's where I'm getting because it's just like every day is something new to learn. And it's not that is I'm opposed to learning it, but I got other shit and other cultures and other communities that I got to learn, too. So it's like either you're going to cut me some slack. You're not going to be down my throat about getting it absolutely 100 percent towing the line. Correct. Mm -hmm. Or I don't know what your other alternative is. You're just going to do that <laughs> or I just won't talk to you. Or we just. You know what I mean? Like that specific person, I just want because it's, it's getting too hard, bro. I think, and I say this as a black person, you they need to make it so. I can't be saying that either. 
the issue is you can't have that be the core of your identity and make it so if someone disrespects you in that area, you can't fuck with them, period. Exactly. I agree. I agree with that. Because it's like white people say something my, and shit. That's what I'm thinking. In my head, like, bro, I don't care what you... I don't care what your... I don't care any about what you... Your whole body. I don't give a fuck about that, bro. Because if you disrespectful, I'm going to be disrespectful back. Like, I, it doesn't... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't... If you're pleasant to me, I'm going to be pleasant back. Like, I could care less about... Because what you do with your life and your body doesn't... As long as it doesn't have a direct bearing on my funds, my my family's health, and my health, I'm, you go on about your business. You know what I mean? Do mm-hmm. you? You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay with that. That's fine. But don't make it seem like, like you said, like that's once you get triggered or once you're offended by that, that's, that's the end all be all. No, I'm going to treat you like a regular person. Just like when I have conversations with people who... You know, they don't be all the way up there, but they be wanting to enthusiastically talk to me. All right, fine. Let's have an enthusiastic conversation. But if some of the shit you say don't make sense to me and I ask for clarity, don't get upset because I'm still putting in that effort. You know what I mean? Like, you you just going to have to meet me halfway because, you know, you got your little... And it's not if like that they, makes sense. It makes sense because it's not like they common. Exactly. I met one in my lifetime. Listen. I'm 28, no, 27, 22 or so weeks. So I only met one in all this time. <laughs> mm. The rest of them have been on TV. Yeah. And of course, as we see between Flame and Roll, India Moore, Laverne Cox, Janet Mox, a whole different takes on what it is. Exactly. Everybody has their different... And then and you bring in the drag coach into it as well, and then it complicates it just a little bit more. So it's just like, bro, can we just have some type of standard? Like, uh, a little more... Like, let's condense the standard down just a little bit more so that we could just have a safe space, a gray space where we could say, oh, all right, I know if I say this or if I say that, I'm okay. I'm not going, I'm not going to trigger this person. Because, like, I don't want to... Usually wanna... they, them is the safe word isn't it yeah that's the i just that's what i've assumed and i haven't nobody said anything you know otherwise to me about it but again you know some people that we don't even again we don't really live in a corrective culture we just live in cancel culture so we don't have conversations anymore mm -hmm. i remember i guess i can say this even though it's a work-related thing At my job, there was a mention that a lot of cops nowadays don't know how to talk to people. Mm. It's either A, ticket, get out of my face, Mm. or B, like, for example, my boss works late. Mm -hmm. So cops right next to her, she's a black woman of a, she's not of a certain age. She's older than you, older than me, but not old enough to be my mother. Okay. So later night- she could be a big sis. Though considering my dad is 64, she could also be an aunt. Okay, so we say cool no. aunt. Cool. No. You and know aunt, what? The, Let's like keep it to aunt. sis. Because okay. you know how people feel about calling aunt. <laughs> so. In, in, the- in my head, I said, okay, but I'm not going to say the name that I said after that. But if you know, <laughs> then you know. So That applies to. <laughs> so to make a long story short, it's 10, 11 o'clock. It's after it snowed. Okay. Cops out there, they're not checking on her. It's late at night. They're not trying to help her. It's late at night. And it's... Cornball. Yeah, and it's more than one. So it's not like, oh, this woman could be dangerous. It's like she's worked there for a good couple of years now. They make me sick. And that's kind of the bigger problem with the culture. We know how to text people. We know how to do 
one-sided conversations like Twitter, Instagram, whatever, uh-huh. but to actually have a conversation, get to know another person so they can see what you're coming from. Exactly. Because like, it's like what you said, and also my boss said, I have a judgy-ass face. You do. I have a judgy-ass voice, and I can come off very standoffish. Yes, you do. I'm really not. Yeah. I got like a male version of a whatever, what is it called, a bitch face or whatever? Resting bitch face? Pretty much. Yeah. I'm adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what Toot no. your own horn, bro. Toot it. But I'm adorable. I am. Who, what person do you know that sends nice ass cars like that? When we first started, what did I ask? Do you want me to bring something? You said no enough time to like, never mind. Yeah, no, you are. You are cool. You, you straight. Yes. You are. You definitely I can't are. help it. I think, I think it's a counteract that my mom used to call me. I walk around like a dodo bird. So uh-huh. I kind of flipped it. <laughs> A dodo bear, though? Because I would walk like I'm trying to get robbed. And we used to live like in Irvington and some parts of Newark's just like, you're really trying it right now. And somebody was trying to rob you? Nobody would rob me. I was about to say, I can't see nobody trying to rob you. No. Not with a trench coat. When I was in white schools, that was such a problem. I you, you, you seem like a type that would like to not deliberately be a problem, but you wouldn't mind having a problem slide your way with a little bit of authority. I I was never much for authority when I was growing up, mm. mainly because I didn't like the fact that you have me call me, you have me call you by your last name, but if I ask you to call me by my last name, it's a it's problem. It's a problem. So yeah, you, you... And on top of that, I'm asking questions, I'm trying to make this more interactive, and mm-hmm. you're getting upset. It's like, I'm stuck with you a longer time than I want to be. I'm trying to make this enjoyable. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. We spoke about your high school uh, experience before. I got suspended so many times. Yeah. I got expelled We were supposed to be once. talking about Queen and Slim. This is about crime. I could have went to left. I could have been in jail. Who knows? <laughs> we could have been telling a whole different story. <laughs> when don't we get off track, though? Always. But no, um, I think Melina, what is Melina? I can't pronounce the last name. It's not going Masuka, whatever. Melina did a great job with the direction and like the shooting, the cinema. Cinematography. That I love the bar scene. You said the bar. Oh yeah, that was good. Dark skin when it's lit up to kind of be blue. (laughs) Oh my gosh! It's first of all, it just was. It was too. It was too much melanin on the screen. I was just loving it so much, bro. That sex scene, bro. That sex scene had my boyfriend in his chair. I know. Y'all wish I was on the side. Not at all. I I, I was content because you know I was eating my popcorn or whatever. I had other things on my mind, but him. Once I seen him shifting his chill, I'm like a regular sex scene. Got you. It's not even porn. And I looked and I seen some skin on skin, like the little butt thigh meat. And that's it. Little stretch marks too. Just bless the Lord. Okay, maybe this is a little bit of porn. Yeah, like I like I like that it was real. Now, now I'm not gonna say real, but the depiction of the black woman that I saw before me was. And she was tall. Yeah, she just. I Not believe that's what you call a stallion in Texas. I, lo- I love the way she spoke. I love how she, like, really... She was the realest thing in the room at all times. At one point, my boyfriend leaned over and said, like, because I'm, I'm cycling. So he says, you're, you're lucky you're cycling. Because the way she talking right now, I take you out. <laughs> like, yo, what? Well, I... 
Yeah, I'm so proud. Yeah. So it, it was like, and I've never, like, my boyfriend, his his favorite movie is like the JFK documentary. Like, he's not into like, I, I'm, I'm surprised that he was enjoying that movie the way that he did. Like, I'm surprised I enjoyed it. Because it's a low-key hood movie. It was very... You could fully expect it to be on BET every other week. Um, Probably replacing Belly. No, I think the the every other week runs is going to come years, a few more years down the line. I think there's more appreciation for this. So I feel like this is actually going to be one of those black cult classics. Like, Mm -hmm. granted, those were too, but I mean more like the... The ones that get more respect. Yeah. Like, what would be one of those? Not, I wouldn't say on a color purple level. Like a what's love got to do with it? More best man, maybe? Yeah, one of those. And you know what? That's another thing that I, I was thinking about when I was watching it. First of all, can we just appreciate the brown sugar and the Love Jones and all the 90s? Was brown sugar 90s? Brown sugar was, was like early 90s. thousands. Oh, it's early thousands. But you know, that, that time frame... All the like little rom coms that Jones. we had, and yeah, I mean the little love stories. Oh man, it just mm, it's seeing exciting. black people loving on each other. Yes, I think it's coming back because it's going to be the photograph with Issa Rae and look. Yeah, and that's what really. Okay, can I just go on and and say at this point, I love him and anything where he is the male love interest. I'm sold. If I know that, okay, he's the husband, the boyfriend. The love interest. Here's my money for my ticket. He's he's got it. Every time I see him in that role, I'm just like. Did you watch Sorry uh, for Your Loss? Yes, I not did. Sorry for Your no, Loss. No, um, um, the one with Sorry the girl. to Bother You. No, Sorry to Bother You. I did watch that, but I don't think I got all the way through it. It started getting a little too. It got confusing. a little out there toward the end. And you know, I smoked, so it was just like. Oh, that was fucking with your head. Exactly. And it wasn't even in good way. Usually I could smoke and process things. I was in this shit like, huh? I'm I'm gonna have to watch this sober. Like I was I would yeah, so I didn't finish it and I never went back to finish it. But I thought she was gonna talk about the um I realize how many movies I've seen him in now. What what was the movie with the girl the from weekend. Jane the Virgin? No, Jane the Virgin. Oh, the one that helped Lizzo get a number one record. The one <laughs> <laughs> that had go from uh, uh, oh my gotta God. have it she's she, gotta have it Nola Darling yeah. her husband's an actor who's gonna be on OWN for a show next year Nola's married? the real life Nola's married I don't like the real life one but I like her character I like her as an actress she had a play a couple of, last year well it's earlier this year hmm. I'm mad I only knew about it when it was ending she's so fun she's so fucking fun She's so fine. Mm. Um, okay, so yeah, Queen and Slim. Anything else we got to talk about Queen and Slim? How you felt about that ending? It, I felt like they should have just let it go. I felt like part it. Do, 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 do. Resume on Cordy. All right, we're back. Like I said, this is the episode from the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually probably title it that, the episode from the ghetto. Hey, give me ideas. Yeah. So, um, Twenty One Bridges. Yeah, Twenty One Bridges. Okay. So I didn't know much about Twenty One Bridges prior to. All I knew is it got watching. pushed back once, twice, mm. and of course, when that happens, it's like major red flag. That it's not gonna be good or something. Yeah. Plus, Concerned. also Chadwick Boseman. I'm like, 
this is the first movie I know him for that wasn't like some historical figure. That too, but I enjoyed it. I. But the only thing is, every time he had like a serious thinking face on, which mm-hmm. is most of the movie. I felt like his next words was going to be in an African accent. <laughs> <laughs> He's so easily typecast. That's, I hate it, but yeah, man. That, yeah, man. Oh. I definitely typecast the hell out of him because he definitely, I just was waiting for, I'm not even going to do it because my accents are terrible, but I was definitely just waiting for him to ask Zuri for something. I was about to say I'm the king of Zamunda. That's a long movie. <laughs> Get your life together, honey. <laughs> But what I really liked about that is the dynamic between him and the other black guy who was in that, um, what was the movie Gina King won an Oscar for? Mm-hmm. Biff Bill, She Can Talk. He played- Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I'm like, yo, I've seen this dude before. Yo, he had the same facial hair and everything. Like, you know, act- actors be having facial I hair. I love their yeah. relationship because he was a cop that decided, I'm going to believe this black man. Yeah, opposed to the Blue Brothers. Because, you know, he shot everybody without any type of care. But this Listen. one dude is like, Listen. something about you. Hey, but you know what it is? Because everybody talking about, so, oh, go ahead and be trigger happy. Go ahead and be trigger happy. No, not for nothing. I'm not saying that your men deserve to die, but y'all was shady. And when you do shady things, at some point there's going to be some sun to shine somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to get them wet spots, bro. Because that's basically what happened. And it's unfortunate that it had to be your men, but you you, if I'm not mistaken, they would somebody set somebody up and they tried to double set somebody up, right? Or they tried... Now, I, you want me to break it all yeah, down? Yeah, no, not all of it. Break down the part that because I remember they were saying like, oh, you know, it didn't add up. And then it was three, it was 300 keys. It was supposed to be only 30. Mm-hmm. What I didn't grab, I must have been chewing too loud on my popcorn to hear, was why exactly they needed to set whomever up. They needed, from my full understanding of it, the two robbers, if Bill's cheating the other guy, they just showed up at the wrong time. Yeah, I, I've gathered all of that, but my question is more so geared toward the cops. Like, what was their what was their objective? Oh, they were doing a pickup. Oh, okay, but they were doing it. a pickup early. Got you. They were picking up all of that three hundred keys. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, now it all ties in together. But yeah, so I agree. I do like that the dynamic that um, Black Panther. And Bill Street had mm-hmm. not the actual movies, but <laughs> you could because I can remember Chad Boseman. I don't know the other dude's name. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I know his character's name was Mike. He died in that movie. Yeah. No, he went to jail and he's he was alive at the end. Was he? Yeah, no, yeah, he went in to what movie? Bill Street. Oh, I'm thinking we still talking about 21 Jump Street. I'm sorry, I'm 21 Jump Street. <laughs> wow, yeah, oh, we all jumping around. Huh? Bridges, my goodness. So I'm thinking you're still talking about 21 Bridges. That's but my yeah. fault. Um, the twist and turns was just... I don't feel like there really was a twist. Not really. Because no. it's kind of like, if you you ain't seen the movie Knives Out. Like Knives Out, it's like they focus, even though there's a large cast, they focus way too much on certain people. And mm. then it funnels down to the point it's like, am mm-hmm. I even supposed to look at these other people yeah, anymore? Yeah, like, why'd y'all even talk to me about them? Why'd y'all make me know them? And that's why I write my reviews the way I do. It's like people's names half the time even worth mentioning. That's why I just call people whatever I can remember them. I know. 
It's sad. I mean, uh, is it? A little bit. Is it sad? Because I don't be too sad about it. Mm. And Black Panther and Bill Street. So I enjoyed their dynamic. I, I, the movie just really, it just took me back. But like, things that just irritated me from the jump, the, the partner, she was just irritating. And like the whole, for me, I'm like, yo, y'all, y'all just showing that y'all, that something is up with y'all. Her, oh, shoot him, hurry up and shoot him. Granted, I understand he's got a gun in your head, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I try to take that into consideration because it's like, how would I respond if somebody had a gun to my head? No, nah, I wouldn't want you negotiating either. Take the shot. But it makes you think so much of bad boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> take the shot. No. That's how you shoot. That's, That's how, how you motherfuckers. shoot. Yeah, I can't wait for the, I can't wait for the next one. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that it still has that. I worry mm-hmm. so much because they got Vanessa Hudges and all these other people in what? it. Why? What? Because that's where Mike gets transferred to once the other dude gets um goes into retirement or begins his retirement. All right, so it sounds like they're gonna botch this. <laughs> they might be setting up a spinoff. So I wouldn't even be surprised. I wouldn't even be surprised if they said set it up so that they could be you know how they did Hobbs with the Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do that with Vanessa Hudges or whatever the girl name is. They need to keep High the holiday movies. Girl. Keep it to the night before Christmas and all that. Thing Not everybody has the edge for action. No, she's a sweet. I don't know why she don't do more rom- romance and romance romantic comedies. I mean, listen, we looking for a new Catherine Heigl. What? <laughs> exactly. We ain't seen her forever, so stick in her lane. That's you right there. Go on, take that. Like, mm-mm. Mm, what should we do next? I wish we had time for getting in depth with it. I like that. It just makes such a good segment. About like ten minutes. I want to do that, so let's do that. Okay. Topic of friendship. Okay. How? Get in the depth of it. How do you make friends? I don't know. Mm. I don't really have any. Well, let's look at our situation then. How did this come to be then? We're friends. Fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> I felt a certain type of way, and I knew it was a joke. No. This is this. We actually we met on Craigslist. I, that sounds so wrong out of context. Yep, we met on Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist, the number one place where people meet killers every day. All right, you're right, you're right. No, we met on Craigslist. But then that leads to the question of what leads you to trust somebody who you communicated with through Craigslist? Well, we communicated for like a good year. A good year. <laughs> Before. Off and on. Yeah. No, like... no, it was pretty, like, it was consistent in my terms of communication with people outside of my two friends. I know. Like, the I'm, two people that I, like... I'm one of them people. If I don't hear from you, like, a month or two, okay, it's time to delete your number. You see, I don't even delete your number until, like, years later. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even know who this is. I'm just going to go ahead and delete it. So, yeah, I don't, because I don't, I don't be in my phone like that. Well, I don't be in my contacts like that to go into actually be like, oh, let me delete this person because I haven't spoke to them. I just forget about you, honestly. I know that's sad. And then you'll pop up in a random thought like, oh yeah, coffee. Oh, I wonder how such and such is doing. And I'll look at your social media to see how you're doing. Double click some things and keep it moving. So at a certain point, you're just like, I just want to maintain a memory, not start new ones? I don't know. Because you know, like what I've... What I've learned, because I'm actually like right working on something. Um, Ooh, that's a nice piece of work. What? 
She's drawing something. Oh. Just for reference. Um, that's an idea I have. I gotta find a dresser seat. If I find a dresser, I can probably do it. But no, um, what was I saying? What was I saying? This is the one time I wasn't catching on. Same. You was talking about how you would check up on people, but definitely not engage them. Oh, you said do you you're trying to start new memories. Um my experiences with friends right now, I just know that I know my personal limitations and I know what I can and can't take on right now. So I'm not very open to the idea of having a lot of a lot of friends or interacting with a great deal of people mm-hmm. and it's a weird place that i'm in but it are you in the pruning stage of life pruning something that i'm starting to see with a lot of my friends especially the ones who are a little older than me where you kind of like i did high school i kept some of them i made a few new ones in the early 20s when i was partying a bit but now i need to like people who got some longevity to them yeah like i mean i, I don't I, like I said, I know what I can handle. I know, like, literally, I'm literally working on literally in my little thing here. Um, I know what I can handle. I know how much baggage I can carry outside of my own. Mm-hmm. So me knowing that, it makes me kind of like, I'm looking at people and as as they're going through their stages in life or whatever, or they're communicating with me, I can easily, there was, you know, someone who it seemed like it was going to be a good friendship. Mm-hmm. It seemed like, you know, it had potential. And once they started, I don't want to, and it's going to sound real fucked up when I say this, but I'm going to say it the best way that I can. Once they started doing something that I seen would have brought me out of where I was, the, the, the mental space where I was, I was like, nah, I can't have that around me. And they were looking to me to be a support system for what they were going through. And I wasn't able to carry that baggage because for one, I have my own my own baggage to carry in. For two, the baggage that you're asking me to carry has thorns in the handles. I can't do that. I get you. you know? What's that saying that someone used to say to me? Your eco- ecosystem can only handle so much bullshit before it starts to stifle instead of grow. There, that part. And it, it, it's it, it, like at first I, I beat myself up over it for you know like a week or so because it was just like damn like Shonda you really being an asshole like you you really kind of just dipped on a person it wasn't even like I dipped on a person but at the same time I never gave my I never gave that person so much of myself to make it seem like I was dipping on them you know what I mean like I'm always the thing is and in a couple of days, I hopefully, if I can get all get it all written out or whatever, you can find this on my website. But like I said, this is something I'm talking about and I'm actively working through. When I approached 30, I lost all of my closest friends with the exception of two. So now it's like once you have a clean slate to start from, you kind of you get more you get a, a chance to reflect more on the friendships that you lost, mm-hmm. what they didn't have, what you wanted them to have, what you could have, what would have worked better for you, what would have helped you better as a person, you know what I mean, and, and, and moved you character-wise. Not even so much as what they do, but just what they possess within them. For example, I have an issue with conflict resolution. I know for me, like, I have to actively work on it. And so, like, I 
don't get me wrong if there's a conflict i check it as soon as i can but if i don't excuse me my my nose i'm all jacked up right now i check it as soon as i can but if i don't or excuse me i check it as soon as i can but if i see the person or one of my friends or whatever handle a situation where instead of handling the conflict they just sweep it under the rug then i kind of ease myself away from them i won't give that person so much of myself because i see how you handle something that is very big to me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so if i'm actively coming at you like listen this is the problem and i would like for us to work on it because this friendship means something to me but when you have a problem you handle it a completely different way and the way that you handle it creates anxiety within me it's just like oh all right I don't like the way you handle situations, so I'm not going to give you situations with me mm-hmm. to handle, if that makes any sense. It does. It sounds like someone who's fresh out of a breakup, mm-hmm. got their own place now, mm-hmm. and now they're like, this is what it's like to actually be me and not be a part of something. That's how I feel, except for, you know, minus like the, the idea of breakup, or well, even with the breakup. Well, I, technically, yeah, it, could be, it was a breakup. It really was. Like, and it, and I took a couple of them back to back. You know what I mean? So, like you said, like, that's how I feel. I'm pretty much taking inventory of what's around me. Like, okay, well, I don't really like, you know, pictures of three people on the wall. So, and now that we're not friends anymore, I can kind of take those three people down. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm adjusting my lifestyle to the way that I like it, which is why I'm by myself so often. Because I'm still trying to work on me. Mm-hmm. And then I don't really be wanting to be bothered with other people's shit. Because you can't work on you if you worry about somebody else. And that's really what it is. And and you already have two children mm-hmm. and a boyfriend mm-hmm. who already take up a lot She's of your like time. three kids. <laughs> and then you have a child that's very much a little adult. Mm, she takes up a lot of time too. But you know what? That's not even the stuff that really be grabbing me. It's like my emotional stuff. The way, like, there's so many things that that run through my brain, just like anybody else's. But it takes such a toll on me. The way that I go into these thoughts and the way that, like, like how you get manic in life. Like that's how I am in my brain. So. I can easily take one thought and then spend like three hours just going through loops and shit without even realizing it. So I don't be having time to take on everybody else's shit if I don't have to. So it's like, what do you come with? Are you coming with some jokes? You come with the fun? No. Everybody, for the most part, looks at me to have such an assertive attitude. So they're like, oh, you're the strong friend. You see, you've seen different sides of me, but... Other people like I've seen you vulnerable. Yeah, you see me vulnerable before. You you caught me at a moment. That's all. But we have people, it in recordings. <laughs> but other people they they see me as like the assertive friend. So when it comes down to it, it's like okay, let me let me call you so you can give me the pick me up. But it's like okay, sometimes I don't have a pick me up to give you, bro. <laughs> like sometimes I don't like. Sometimes you don't want to need to pick me up. Not for nothing. I believe I said this in one of the episodes, and I, I said something about the spirits don't come back and haunt me. I don't want that responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's how I be feeling sometimes. Some like having friendships is like that's a real ass responsibility. Like that's a, like a real ass thing that you have to put work into. And sometimes I don't want to put work into it. Sometimes I don't want to call you every other day to check in on you. Sometimes I'm checking in on you in my own way, and I don't, you know what I mean? And I know that that's fucked up. It really so, is not. It, well, I mean, it, that's one of those things like, oh, if only you watch Black Love. But we just had a <laughs> season finale. It's one of those things where you have to establish what is the relationship dynamic. Mm. 
Like, for example, I know for a fact you got a lot of shit going on. So I send you a text on Sunday letting you know what's happening. I ask you how you are every now and then. But generally, I know if something's really going on, you'll send a text. Or if you really need some time, you'll call. Mm. But that's with you. With my other friend, I know she'll post a bunch of memes online (laughs) while she's having, like, fucked up thoughts. I'm like, okay, with you, I need to schedule a time every Sunday when I need to... Ooh, that's gonna expose me. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's real shit, though. You, I assume, have the ability to communicate if there's something going wrong. She will just post some cryptic ass messages or memes. I'm like, okay. But either way, you you know that okay, that she she needs something, and that's what you need to do. You Mm -hmm. need to figure out what works for both people. And that's the thing. I figured it out. For the friends that I have. But you figured out on your side. No, 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 no. Me and my friends, mm-hmm. the two people, this is not to exclude you, but the two, my two best friends. I don't take it personal. Okay, good. It's because it's really not. But I've, I've established, like, I know what they need mm-hmm. when they need it. You know what I mean? Like, I know that I'm able to carry their baggage at any given time. You know what I mean? Like, my, my guy best friend, I've been, I, I was right there from, the start of the badness in his uh, divorce, going through his divorce and all, you know what I mean? Everything. And even now, like I, I was there to take on that baggage and he's been there to take on my baggage. My, my best friend, Vicky, same thing. But these are people that the dynamic has, like you said, the, the dynamic has been set. I don't talk to Rob every day. I talk to Rob maybe like twice a week, but when we talk, we'll be on the phone for hours catching up on everything we didn't speak of. But that's because we know like something just went down yesterday, but he ain't called me like, oh, I got to tell Shonda when I hit him today. Like, yo, you good? Yeah, bro. Oh, such such. Wait, what? Did you hear that? Oh yeah, I said that. Like, because we don't, when we say stuff that we're not supposed to do, mm-hmm. we don't directly just say, hey, I did this, that, and that. And we say, uh, Oh yeah, such and such. We drop the bomb and then we take the subject elsewhere. Like, oh, did you see the sun was shining today? Like, something like that. So, I mean, but the dynamic is there. I'm able to carry their baggage. I've assessed those two, but then you get, you know, the third, or you get a new person that mm-hmm. wants to be friends, and it's like I can see people that really want to be friends with me, like genuinely want to be friends with me, and it's just like. I can see right now that a friendship between you and I wouldn't be the strongest for you and I because I'm not, you're going to want me to be there for you in a way that I'm not able to be there for you. Mm-hmm. And like I told, something happened recently and it required me to give my attention to um, some people. And it was just like, dang, that kind of, I wasn't anticipating this reaction. I'm like, I wasn't anticipating like having to go into this compartment of my brain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I stopped like, this is why I don't have friends. <laughs> like, it is like I said, sometimes I, I feel like it's a fucked up thing to say because I want to be better to people. And I be feeling like I'm being shitty to people by doing or saying that. But it really just be, I'm tired. And I got a lot of shit that I'm trying to process through my head. And I just can't take on the world like right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even I'd rather try to take on the world than try to take on individual problems. Like I don't I don't have the space for people to unload on me. So right now I'm a you terrible a therapist. <laughs> that too. Like bro, if I only get fucking paid for this, your insurance ain't sending me no check. But 
I hope that answered whatever question it was. Right now, I'm just not really a great friend. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm a good friend to the people that I have that I have to be friends with. If you interact with me, it's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm cordial. Yeah, I'm cordial. I'm, I'll, I'll make, and that's another thing. Like, I call my best friend Toxic Tyrone because he be leading all these bitches on. Oh, yeah. I arrived so beautifully. (laughs) Literally, like, I sent him a picture of him in his best fedora hat, and I put Toxic Tyrone on it because he out here in these streets right now. So, um... Fedora? Yeah. That's a sign right there. Listen, don't, don't, don't play with him. He was sharp. But, like, I call him Toxic Tyrone. Like, I just, I'm not, I can't, I can't be there. Like, I, I, I... just you know i'm just not the best person right now but oh that's where i was taking it sorry my brain be going everywhere i call him toxic tyrone because he be lead bitches on i will make you think that we are friends friends and i don't know how i be doing it just by me being me like people be like yeah girl because we've been best friends since such and such and i'll be like you don't even know my mama name you know you can't be my best friend you don't know my people but i guess that's hard that's my thing that's probably my I do that shit. Make people think that you really like. Because I like to be loving and passionate. Same. But at the same time, it's like, I can't take on your shit. And that, like, I'm already dealing with like low key seasonal depression. And your shit is like, I can do one or two people. Not for and nothing. You are I think not we the just one. figured it, this whole friendship thing out. Like, we can almost edit all of my rant out and just keep <laughs> these last couple, like three You got to show the journey. Because, like, literally, like, you just, you just wrapped it up. Like, that was it right there. Like, I, mm-mm. no, it's just. Mm-mm. And because of time constraints, we do need to wrap it up. Yeah. So let's just do a fun quote. Okay. Second one. Never eat yellow snow. That is more less of a quote and more of a life fact. Unless it has lemon flavor and only fun to Puerto Ricans. Um, you still might want to double check. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is from a movie called Turkey Drop, which was on Freeform. Mm may not be as good as yours push pause before we wrap it up I, mm. my boyfriend would kill me if I did well he ain't gonna kill me cause he don't even listen to the podcast did you see the uncle in Queen and Slim homeboy was the lord suit down the home he stole from Amanda Seals' closet oh god bruh bruh when she said there's some clothes in the closet and he turned around and came out with the tracksuit bruh my boyfriend said that's all this man wears tracksuit but at the funeral when he put the hood up on the front and you can see the Sean John Valorce on the inside <laughs> damn take me back to 2004 Alright, I just had to get that out. Speak your truth. Oh, man. So, quick going. The quote is, just because you were amazing in high school doesn't mean you won't be amazing in the rest of your life. It just means you had a head start. Mm-hmm. Where'd that come from? The movie Turkey Drop that was came out on Freeform. It's a holiday movie. It's this year, not, recently? Yeah. It's look, <laughs> Mickey is really not that good, but it had a moment. Is it like when? Well, you know what? I'm I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm a sucker for a rom com, and I am a sucker for like for some reason the Christmas movies don't really because it just get a me too, too much. Corny. Get there, but I'm a sucker for the seasonal shows and movies and stuff. I'm a suck, and I'm a sucker for uh 
for YA material, the young, young adult. adult. I love it. You, you give me a young adult anything, and I'm in there like, oh, girl, give me the popcorn. They have an In Vogue Christmas movie coming out on Friday on OWN. In Vogue? I believe it said In Vogue. Like, dancing. Never gonna scene. get it. Never gonna get it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm hoping it's something like that Vanessa Williams movie. The Deepest the, the Christmas. Christmas oh, yeah, that was good. That, that was good. I, that Heart Quake song, I, I need to download it one day. See, the thing is, that's the best I don't remember the movie, but I remember where I was and how I felt when I was watching it. Like, I remember the house that we lived in, the room that I was in. Like, I remember the moment. I don't remember watching. Like, I don't remember what the whole movie was about. I'll say that. Isn't that what Maya Angelou says is the best feeling? And and then it really was. You see how I just was like, oh, yeah, that was a good movie. And I, like, it was just, like, real nostalgic. The feeling was nostalgic. Then I'm like, wait, what the fuck happened in that movie? <laughs> like, why did I feel so good? But, yeah. We're hoping we left you feeling good this episode. Yeah, listen, we gave you a little quick hour and some change. You know, like I said, this is, this is the episode from the ghetto. So, you know, just... Pick up some trash on your way out. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to recycle. Planet's doomed. Too. And do not fucking litter, yo. I'm, I hate you littering people, bro. I swear. Y'all just be acting like, oh, go one more block. There's a trash can. I promise you, bro. I promise if you. If you don't got pockets, you got a pocketbook. Listen, people be throwing stuff out my window like I won't double back so you can pick that shit up. You tried it. We mm-hmm. don't litter. We are reducing our carbon footprint. But with all of that said, this has been getting ignorant <laughs> with it. I have been Shonda Nicole. Who have I you have been? been a Mariela today. All right. You can find me at, at Shonda Nicole one on Instagram and Twitter. And you can pop up at my website now, ShondaNicole.com. And what about you? And of course, you can find me at whereverilook.com and on all platforms. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.